talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. But it was my wedding day. It was our wedding day. We were getting ready and there wasn't a cloud in the sky. No clouds allowed in the sky. Bruno walks in with a mischievous grin. You're telling this story or am I? I'm sorry, me be that go wrong. Bruno says it looks like Where's the heat teller? In doing so, he floods my brain. I will like the umbrella. Married in a hurricane. What a joy to stay, but anyway. Zetlin walks in with a want to fuck grin. We don't talk about uh, Adam. <clears throat> oh, <clears throat> sorry, sorry. <laughs> We're uh, recording a podcast. I know. Oh, it's I was just I was I was lost there for a minute. Anyway, <laughs> all okay, right. Okay, go ahead. Go Here ahead. we go. Welcome to Blake on Balls, a fantasy baseball podcast for exactly ten people. I'm your host Blake Williger, along with my co-host, who I bet is in a better mood this week than last week. It's Adam Brooks. What's up, Adam? Uh, well, uh, one and one is much better than zero and one. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I think this is my best record since mid-season last year. <laughs> You're at five hundred for the first time. Uh, five hundred, and... yeah. I've clawed back to five hundred. Wow, there you go. <clears throat> Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and we should get into all the details about my team because this is a podcast primarily about my <laughs> team's performance. Not Blake so, on balls. It's Adam yeah. on Adam's team. Adam on Adam's team. I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. Mm-hmm. Adam on Adam. That sounds like a uh, sounds like a website of some sort. Anyway, uh, OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, this is an odd week, huh? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was really cool uh, to talk about the matchups. There were four matchups. Either uh, were zero and one teams or two one and zero teams. Only one of the matchups was a one and zero team versus a zero win one team so and that was that was my matchup then that was your matchup yeah that ended up being and i evened it i evened it out i uh you did well yeah we'll we'll get into it uh we'll see but uh, yeah there are i think there are only a couple two and oh teams and um um a couple oh and two teams and um yeah we'll uh how convenient that you bring up just a couple two and oh teams just a couple two and oh teams i wonder which one of them is who could one of those teams be one who's in first place after after the the long two weeks we've had I wonder. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I was in first place after two weeks last year. <laughs> oh, from, no. I'm this... screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You might as well pack it in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, this week there was, like, such low scoring. Like, it, it, I mean, it, so this was – I'm just going off your research because I didn't do any of my own. But the previous low for winning the week was 316 in yeah, uh, 2021 week just, eight. Yeah, that even just last year, Josh Erdang had 316 points and uh, – and won the week, but yeah, we we started keeping track with uh, with winning the week and Blake of the week, and I think it was 2015. And um, yeah, the there were a couple thing, a couple scores that were kind of in the 316, 318 area, but uh, yeah, usually we're like 330, 350, something like that. And uh, there was none of that this week. Low scores all around. Yeah, it's crazy. I wonder, you know, their home runs have been just way down, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, they Davis have. This is driven by offense. Well, you'd think that pitchers would be having better 
Yeah, it's um, weird because it's not like our pitching yeah. matchups. I, obviously, pitchers haven't been going as deep into games yet, so yeah. their our pitching scores haven't been as high. But um, right. yeah, they're just been. It's weird how fantasy scoring all around uh, has been pretty low, and you know, there's talk of the balls. All all thirty stadiums are using the the humidor balls, so um, that could be something. But yeah, the home runs are down. It was a day last week where. If for a full slate of games, there were more stolen bases than home runs, which was the first time that had happened in decades, I think. Yeah, like like the non mm-hmm. like, uh, the, like the live ball era. Yeah, as one may say, mm-hmm. um, crazy. But uh, um, there is some news though, some br- somewhat breaking news. Right. Yes. We had we had a trade. <laughs> we had a trade today. Yes. And uh, in fact, uh, Aaron is speaking right now about the, um, the trade. It was a trade of uh, he acquired Gavin Lux and he traded away Lucas Sims. I think was that the I think that, that was is the, correct. Yes. Well, uh, well, he'll tell us more about it, in fact. So uh, let's go live to uh, to his analysis right now. Well, here's the situation on the trade. So. All right. Well, I think that was enough for now. We'll check in with uh, Aaron uh, a little bit later on. He's probably going to be talking for a while. So we will come back yeah, uh, yeah. live to him we'll come back. later We'll on. catch up. We'll <laughs> summarize the good clips. Yeah. <laughs> um, should we get into the matchups? Let's get into the matchups. The first one we'll talk about was the Bad News Red Pandas against the bracket skull emoji brackets uh some some winless joshes looking for a win (laughs) yeah two joshes no wins um it was uh ridiculously close i think it was actually maybe even tied through saturday but uh zetlin stormed ahead on sunday afternoon for the win he had 36 and a half pitching points uh in 14 innings uh uh, giancarlo stanton was terrible for erdang two for 21 nine strikeouts negative five points I, I didn't see I didn't look at the the waiver claims um specifically but maybe he dropped him I don't know Is I that... don't I don't think so I don't think so I think <laughs> he's still on not. a team Probably maybe not. he's gonna change his name back to Mike <laughs> <laughs> that yes. might help yeah um Oof. Shane McClanahad Shane McClanahad Shane McClanahad I like that that's had... that's uh, it's called a, a neologism when you just combine two words sure. into one it's yes. what schizophrenics do actually oh god uh, yeah well uh Shane McClanahan <laughs> had 33 and a half points in two starts. Zetlin uh, had six pitching losses. His pitches went three and six, but still um, um, managed to score points uh, thanks to three saves and three holds. Uh, Erdang made four waiver claims tonight, uh, shaking up his team. Obviously, when you're 0-2, you got to uh, you got to do something. He uh, got a couple of Yankees and a couple of Stevens, uh, Quan and Strasburg. So yeah, um, and Quan we'll that's a Quan uh, uh, maybe an IL stint, but maybe day to day. Tough to tell. So, oh, what happened? Um, I didn't see. Uh, he uh, he has a, a strained uh, either a hamstring or quad, I think. So he's uh, I mean he's he's going right right onto Data Dang's uh, team. That's a, <laughs> uh, so it's like he's yeah, it's, uh, it's right fitting. In. Um, and then, uh, let's see. So, uh, and he's like, uh, Nestor Cortez. I think that was, he bid 12 bucks. Yes. That's a big, uh, the guy's big, had a good, that was a good the high bid of the, yeah. uh, the high bid yeah. of the week was for Nestor yeah. Cortez. And I think there were a couple $10 bids in there too, for Nestor. So he might say um, he's, he's, uh, sipping on the, the Nest cafe Nestor. Uh, he's, uh, he's drinking the, <laughs> the Cortez Kool-Aid. I don't know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so Jay Z, uh, that was it was improv, guys. That was not in the notes. Oh just wow. so you know, That's, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jay Z uh, defeats Erdang 
281 to 260. Zetland comes back. Obviously, everyone knows, uh, as you were singing, he uh, was the Blake of the Week last week. He now uh, is at 1 and 1, and Erdang falls to 0 and 2. All right. And then um, next up, we have uh, Todd's team. I'm not going to say the name, and versus Team Genius. (laughs) Uh, So the, the teams that made a trade. Uh, are uh, yeah, it's like it. So the, the Sims just uh, walks across the dugout and <laughs> walks across the diamond <laughs> yes. into the opposing team's dugout, and I guess Gavin Lux flies from one AAA team to another. Is that, mm-hmm. is that uh, is, <laughs> who knows? Gavin Lux's that, numbers they've been good, yeah. like the um, you know, like the advanced metrics or whatever. Yeah, like, they're yeah. really good. But I know he did not have a good week, and I think he's getting more playing time now yeah. with the Dodgers. But um, yeah, yeah. Well, um, let's actually check in. Let's check back in with uh, Aaron and see what he. Uh, what he has to say um, if he's still talking about uh, his trade with Todd today. Todd, you won the trade. You got a closer. I got a guy. All right. I, you know, I've heard enough from Aaron. We don't need to hear any more. I think he talked enough uh, two weeks ago about, uh, about himself. I don't think I need to hear any more. It doesn't uh, sound like he's confident that Gavin Lux is going to turn <laughs> around his, uh, his team. Cause he's had, no. he won, but he had a bad week, a week that, I mean, he, uh, he would have lost to most of the league. So, uh-huh. uh, but, um, it doesn't sound like he's too optimistic about that. Um, no. but you know, he, he, he got a guy. He's, he, <laughs> he got, got a guy. He, he made got. a trade. And my ears perked up when I when I got the alert from uh, yeah. earlier today. When the it's exciting, it's exciting for all of us. We should all just trade our twenty fifth most important player to each other <laughs> weekly, so that everyone gets the joy. Yeah, I did that one, it. one one off season. I think it was with Erdang. We traded two non keeper eligible people. I, but it was in the off season. It was just to to do something. This was God so long ago. I think Brendan McCarthy was one of the players, just wow. to see kind of what the reaction would be. And then people were asking, like, "Oh, are you are you planning on keeping this guy or whatever?" Like, no, <laughs> no, I'm yeah. not keeping it. We just uh, we just did it for fun. But, um, but yeah, that almost seemed like what this trade was. Like, oh, uh, okay, I guess so. Lucas Sims is he is he a closer? No. No, <laughs> no, he is not. If he is, he probably won't be closing. Uh, uh, minute, maybe he's in the. He might be in the committee. He might be in the committee. So he's going to get a third of the saves from a bad team. Yes, a team that's tanking. Um, but uh, and, and looking at Todd's team, this is tough, though. You know, even though I kind of ragged on Todd's team, like, but he has, um, <laughs> he has uh, two uh, offensive players out, uh, and then he has uh, his four. Uh, four pitchers on the IL DeGrom, mm-hmm. Snell, John Gray, and Alex Cobb. Now it's debatable whether John Gray or Alex Cobb would actually give him positive points, but <laughs> DeGrom and Snell, yes. DeGrom and Snell are, um, you know, legit good uh, pitchers. That's, mm-hmm. that's probably 20 points right there. And yeah. Um, so he's playing, he's playing with a 23 man roster. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah. and so that a, is, he had a, a pretty good week from Byron Buxton. Um, I'm a White Sox yeah. fan. I know. I saw it myself. Uh, 29 points, three home runs. Um, he had a couple home runs from Anthony Rizzo for 25 and a half points. Um, Francisco Lindor, who sucks, um, managed to scrape uh, together 19 and a half points. So um, it's, uh, yeah, his pitching, he had a couple decent performances. He had a good performance from um, Pablo Lopez, uh, 23 uh, points in uh, seven innings. Um and yeah, just um, did not have the power performance that uh, 
that he had uh, from his offense last week or last matchup, you know, that week and a half. But um, let's look so at Blake, Aaron's. Cl- yes. But close your eyes. Don't, I don't want you to look at Aaron's team. I want, if, you didn't, <laughs> if you know the answer, I did, then whatever. Okay. But who was his top overall performer for the whole week? Oh, Aaron's? Oh, I, yeah. His I best know. player. His best player? His I'm top to... overall, most point getter for the whole week. Um. I wouldn't even. I don't know Aaron's team. Well, who were his keepers? He had was no. Like, okay, Walker. you can look at who is on his team. Just don't oh, look who's at who's on his team. Okay. Yeah, I mean you can look at his uh, roster. I'm here, just here. asking. Oh, you to okay, just I see. Guess yes. Who you thought? I mean Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is on his team. So you think Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had his best overall? Like, he scored the most oh, points on his team for this I week. See. I see where this is going, Adam. <laughs> I bet it was Cody Bellinger, wasn't it? <laughs> He was so fine. He was wow. fine as hell. Cody <laughs> yeah, Bellinger, yeah, yeah, twenty-four points. Today. Yeah, and then uh, who is who? Do you think his second overall best uh, player was? It's a pitcher on uh, his team. Let's see. He uh, was it Uri- um, Julio Urias? No, no. Swervin Irvin. Oh, Cole Irvin. Irvin. <laughs> Oakland A's let's Cy Young candidate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, two starts, twenty and a half points. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty good. Um, uh, uh, let's see here. Yeah. Aaron's uh, pitchers went six and two this week with two saves. So um, pretty good. Um, yeah. Two quality starts. Obviously we're still, I'm slow on that. Only 53 innings pitched for his team, but I guess didn't need him saving him up for uh, saving his arms for, for later in the season. Maybe it's a bold yeah. strategy, but um, yeah, but, actually, uh, I guess if, in, in one way that's, happening. that's great that Bellinger and Irvin were his top, the two players uh, for the week, but another way that's, that's actually not great. That's very frightening. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and that doesn't bode well for the future, but yes. um, I'll be thrilled about, uh, about, uh, about Cole Irvin pitching well. Yeah. Let's uh, see. What is Cole Irvin? He threw uh, 10 innings, eight Ks, uh, seven hits, four, four walks. Not great, but um, got the job done. Got the job done. Yeah. Um, Congratulations to Aaron. And to uh, to you, yeah. Adam. Um, let's see, Aaron. Uh, one of those two and O teams, isn't he? He is the other one. It's is our it? two, our two, my two co-hosts from two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Are, there you go. Our uh, two and O. Yes. And, Todd, uh, and then uh, Todd falls to one and O. And one or one and one. I mean, it mm-hmm. was one and O. Falls to one and one. Um, and then this is probably the next one. I think this would be the matchup I I uh, most anticipated oh. was. Uh, Mid-season this, four. This is the yes. matchup of the week. This, this is, is the matchup, the matchup of the week. Of the this week. is the one that uh, going into the week was yeah. fascinating because uh, it was the former champ, Jason, trying to avoid an 0-2 start, facing Brad, who has been historically good in our league, but never yeah. great. He's never won uh, nine years, I think it's been. Um, so one of these teams will be 0-2. Uh, which one is it? Second, second, it longest, second longest active drought, championship drought. <laughs> yes, behind? Behind uh, Todd Todd Kaufman. Yes, Todd Kaufman. There you go. Uh, and so uh, it looked like because uh, 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 Jason was having a really bad week up until the weekend, right? I mean, he was oh, not doing well. Yeah, neither of these yeah. Matt, neither of these teams were doing well. Um, yeah, they were they were close the whole the whole week. Um, I think they were within five points of each other after like Thursday, and then um, over the weekend, Brad kind of pulled um, ahead through Saturday. But Jason had uh, four starting pitchers today, and they really helped. They combined for like uh, like 30 points. I think it was uh, 21 and a half from Garrett Cole. I think he had a neg bomb from um, Savale, who pitched in that same game. And but, no longer um, on Jason's team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a drop. That, that's what happens in this league. Yeah. No loyalty. 
None. Um, yeah, and no hitters had a great week. I mean, except Ty France, who's on Jason's team, <laughs> 38 and a half points. He is sure to be the American League player of the week. He had five hits last night. He had a homer today. 12 hits uh, for the week, three home runs. So um, he might be legit. He had a good end of the last season, too. He was like kind of a pickup at the end of the year mm-hmm. on my team and uh, and was pretty good. So he may be legit. Um, 26 points for Sal Perez. I mean, that guy. God bless Salvador Perez. Is there anyone <laughs> who just doesn't like that guy? He's he's amazing. Um, me, amazing. I don't like him. Because he's in your division. <laughs> he's in the division. He's not that good. He's he's all power. Um, he he gets uh, he you know he always like does well in the all star voting, and he's just uh, he's he's not he's not great. He's he's he'll be this week's uh, Francisco Lindor. He's the guy that I that uh, he's like, uh, like he's like Brad's team, consistently good but not great. Yes, yes, very yeah. excellent. But yeah, last, like yeah, last year everyone was talking about you know how how great his you know is this the greatest offensive year for for a catcher ever just because he had a lot of home runs. And then if you, you know, look at his actual, you know, break down the numbers, the advanced metrics and everything, it's like, I think his um, weighted runs created plus was, was pretty low. And um, what else was it? There was something else like uh, his war wasn't even that high. Um, I think yes, Mighty Grandal even had better numbers when you compare like an OPS. Is he a good defensive catcher? Like, is he a good framer and all the things, you know, yeah. I don't know. I Usually, think, you I have to be a really so. bad offensive catcher. You have to be like a yeah. really, and then then they that's the only time they'll ever talk about your right. defensive prowess. <laughs> yes, every bad catcher is a great pitch framer, yep. and and it has a great relationship with the uh, with the pitching staff, and yes. really, really does his homework. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, just like uh, like Eddie. Uh, oh shoot, who was it? Was it Eddie Perez for who is Greg Maddox's personal catcher? Eduardo. Oh, no, Eduardo Perez. I don't remember. Eddie. But I know you're talking about. Oh. Aaron would know. Aaron and his '90s knowledge. Uh, on the the it was the the guy the guy on the Braves. The right? Braves. The, he was the yeah, Eddie. Yeah. Oh, oh well. yeah. Uh, hit us up on the 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 text chain. I'm just if, gonna uh, Google it right now. Okay, there you go. Eddie. I'm, uh, I know it was Eddie. It was Eddie Perez. Yeah, yeah. Eddie it was Perez. Eddie Perez. Okay. Yeah, go. Eddie Perez. Um. All right. Where did we leave? It wasn't oh. Greg Olson. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, um, all right. Oh yeah, Mookie had 23 points for Brad. That was key. He, he uh, made sure we knew about it on the text chain too. Yeah. I think he, that's the one we called the overpay, right? And he's uh, yes. like, yeah, fuck yeah, Mookie. Yeah. But I and, guess uh, we'll get to how many points Freeman had for like twenty dollars cheaper mm-hmm. um, in a little bit. Oh yeah, no, uh, it, uh, I think Mookie even he had that two homer performance. I think it was Friday, and then uh, on Saturday he struck out four times. So yeah, high highs, low yeah. lows for Marcus Lynn Betts. Um, only 80 pitching points for Brad. Four players. Can you uh, give us some context for that? Is that is that really really bad? 80 pitching points? Yeah. No, I mean I know it's bad, but like, <laughs> is it like historically bad, or is it just like like how like in this year where people are like, let's see how much did your your team had for the uh, your team had 135 pitching points. So that's that's got to be pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he had four players with one point or fewer. Uh, his keeper, Sandy Alcantara, had a 16.5 point start in eight innings. So, um, wow, Even Todd's team had 101 pitching points, so, yeah, okay, so, so that's 80, really bad. 80 All is right. bad. 80 is very 80 bad. Is, How many innings did he throw? Bad. How many innings did it take to get 80 points? Oh, let's see right now. This is a fun game. This is fun. Uh, it took him 50 and two-thirds innings. Oof, yeah, so he's not even getting... He had 86 and a half points, actually. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's um, um, all right. Well, uh, Jason had about 299 points. I think did Brad end up second in the in the league in points this week? It does look like he did. 288 is second, and then uh, you were at third, 280. Okay. And then I had uh, 274. So his, his wish came true. He <laughs> Zellin had 280. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, we, we were all pretty much bunched together. I think yeah. like, between the, the high score and the low score, it was within like 80, 90 points for the whole league. But um, yeah. Jason avoids starting 0-2. He wins the week. He's 1-1. Brad falls to 0-2. Uh, is, it, is it time for his team to panic? Or knowing my history with his team, I probably just reverse jinx him, and now they'll go on a winning streak. Should we all try to trade for Mookie now? Uh, should we, is he going to sell? He might. I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see. Tim, we'll get into my matchup with Tim next, actually. But Tim, um, I'm not sure if he was trying to reverse jinx Lucas Giolito. But, um, yeah, he uh, Lucas Giolito might be on the, the trade block in our league, uh, according to Tim. Really? Well, let's uh, let's get into the matchup. It okay. was uh, Say My Name, Say My Name, 1-0 versus Los Nuts, also 1-0. Uh, Tim had my number in 2021. Two of his uh, very few six wins last year were against me. Did um, he beat me twice too? Is it like half? I think it was like either <laughs> half or, or two thirds of his wins it came so against bad. podcast hosts. It was so frustrating. I wonder if he beat Aaron too. And maybe all of his wins came against people who host podcasts. <laughs> he just matches up well against podcast hosts. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. get it, but he does. Um, both of our offenses were terrible early on through Thursday. I had 48 points on offense, and Tim had 37 for four days. It was terrible. Uh, my aces were big for me. I had at least 20 points in one-start weeks from my keepers, Corbin Burns and Kevin Gossman. It was close throughout the whole week until Sunday when I pulled away. My offense finally stepped up. I had seven homers over the weekend. Uh, still had – what the hell am I writing? <laughs> I know. I, I was waiting to figure out what no bono means. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, still, still had no Bono hitters. I don't know what that means. My kids have a stuffed have... animal monka, monkey named Bono. They All each right, have well, one. Acor- according to when I wrote these no notes, Bono. I still had no Bono hitters over, maybe no, I don't know, whatever the hell. No Bono hitters over 22 <laughs> points for the week. This is like um, Anchorman when uh, Ron Bergen, he's just reading the prompter. <laughs> Re- read this, yeah. I'm just reading it. Still had no Bono hitters. Um, I survived a, a minus two and a half point week from my catcher, Mitch Garver. He went one for 20 with seven K's and a caught stealing to add insult. Mitch, injury. please. All right. I tried. Well, Mitch, I tried to give him up. I tried to uh, get Sean Murphy on my Sean team. Murphy. Yep. I love it. Sean yeah, Murphy. But, but I desirable. He did I, not. I went for, I yeah. think I lowballed the bid thinking that nobody would need a catcher, but I think Todd. Who uh, would pick up a catcher on the Oakland A's? Uh, you know, who would want that player? But no. Todd, Todd would. Todd does. <laughs> well, because then his catcher's injured. So, and he's got, uh, okay. he's got like five people on the IL. So, mm-hmm. yep. that's why. Yep. Um, Tim's pitching was really good. He, uh, his pitchers went five and oh. Um, Dylan Bundy had 28 points in two starts. Kyle Wright had 22 points. Um, Tim had just picked him up last week. He did a good job. Uh, he had one start, 22 points. Not bad. Uh, Tim falls to one and one. I am two and oh, and I believe in first place for, uh, for the, the bullet. So I'll enjoy it. Yeah. I'll enjoy it while it lasts. Enjoy it while it lasts. And uh, now for the most important matchup. <laughs> For the, the Globes Adam Globes matchup. Do you Globes, wanna, Adam Globes do you want to talk about it, week. Adam? Do you want to take the reins here? Uh yeah, I mean you did all the research, but I'm happy to take credit for that. <laughs> so 
Uh, Sport and a Woodruff, 0-1 versus Mudville 9, 1-0. The only 0-1 versus 1-0 uh, matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had a, a terrible offense. Um, I've been terrible all year um, in these two-plus weeks. Um, and I texted Chris two days ago. Joey Gallo has negative 2.62 points for the season. Wow. Um, That's bad. And, uh, yeah, for the whole season. I mean, cumulatively, <laughs> he has scored negative points for two and a half weeks of baseball. Jeez. Like, um, if, he just, if he just walks, that If he just that didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> he just, just sat stop, on. Stop getting negative points. If he just stopped points, playing. Buddy. So he is no longer on my team. I think he actually bumped up his score now to zero. So I think he's now scored zero points, um, but that could be, you know, someone else is going to pick him up. He's going to hit 50 home runs in like three mm-hmm. weeks, but That's he's platooning now anyway. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of highlights. Dalton Varsho, you know, was a, uh, maybe an overpay, but had a bad first week, had a good this week, 22 and a half points. Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman, uh, 28 points. I think that's more points than uh, Mookie Betts had for the week. It is. I, um, I, I just did the math, and yeah. 28 is greater than like 22 or whatever. Yeah, and carry the one, <laughs> and then, okay, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went four and two, four saves. Uh, Chapman with 18 and a half points in three innings. So he seems, um, he seems like he's right on track. Um, Brandon Woodruff, uh, back on track also, 21 and a half points. Zach Gallen, 12 points in a five-inning no decision. Mm-hmm. Basically, all my pitchers uh, it did pretty well. Like, there were no real terrible outings. And uh, and then the guys that kind of – the good pitchers like, like Barrios and Woodruff, who had really bad starts last week, they uh, came back and pitched more what you'd expect from kind of 1A or, or, you know, 1B type pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um Chris's offense only had 81 points, so Oof. even worse than my offense. And I thought my offense was like god awful. Yeah. I mean, for some for some context, um, I will give you the total for my offense as well, which was 147, mm-hmm. and like they were bad. Like they were <laughs> <laughs> almost um, half as bad. Uh, were Chris's yes. offense 81 yeah. points? Yeah, yeah, he had. He had 60 fewer plate appearances than you when I was doing the research, I noticed, because he had yeah. uh, he had Josh Bell, Jose Altuve, Luis Robert, and Owen Miller all get injured at different times of yeah. the week. So it's hard, yeah. to, hard to compete when you've got 60 fewer plate appearances than... Yes, unless you're difficult. Unless your plate appearances are Joey Gallo, who's getting negative Yes, points. actually, it's good. he could have had four Joey Gallos <laughs> yeah. on his team, because half of Joey Gallo's negative points were on this week. Oof. <laughs> So he get me a total of negative one point five points mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and also, I played uh, I played with twenty four players all week, which is honestly in our league at this point, everyone's getting injured. So I'm pretty lucky that I was only missing one closer with Trevino going on the COVID IL like Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, his best hitter was Guriel, uh, Lourdes Guriel Jr. with fourteen points, um, which is that's a pretty low score for your best hitter, even. Yeah. So. Um, he, he was in it though. I mean, he was beating me halfway through the week and then I kind of overtook him and never looked back, but, um, he got a 17 point start from Joe Musgrove. Uh, Frankie Montas had two excellent starts. So those are Montas. Uh, had for a bad, the A's? He had two excellent for, starts for the A's. That's for the that's A's. Pretty... He's a current Oakland A who's probably just uh, beefing up his trade value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's actually working quite well. So, um, 29 and a half points in his two starts and actually, I mean, this doesn't even do it justice. Like last yesterday, he had a great start, and then he there was a play at the plate 
that uh, on replay, actually, I, I can't know, I know if it got overturned or upheld, but um, they called it like a catcher interference. So that that's how the Rangers even scored any runs was on this play. So, um, so actually, yeah, he, he pitched quite well. Uh, Kershaw, 22 and a half this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably Proving not an overpay. Uh, uh, and Chris sat Patrick Corbin. He had to sit a guy so that he didn't run out of innings. And uh, and he chose to sit Corbin, and it worked out because he had negative seven and a half points Oof. on that. Uh, on that, so he, he could only pitch two of his last three pitchers, and he chose mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. By the way, um, shout out to Patrick Corbin for getting paid by the Washington Nationals. That was that. Uh, you know, he he really maximizes his good for uh, him his yeah. value because he. I, I don't know how many innings he's pitched over the last two years, but his ERA is alarmingly high. It's and not good. It is not good. I don't know why good, he's so. – is he still – did Chris drop him or keep him? I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but I just yeah. – uh, I think the – I wonder who who holds on to him longer, the Nationals yeah. or Chris, because yeah. he uh, – I mean, he I mean, obviously he was underpaid. Um, by It'd be pretty funny if he was no longer on the Nationals time. and then he's still on <laughs> Chris. Chris is holding team. on. Yep. Yeah. And Emmanuel Class A, who may be pitching for Class A soon, oh. <laughs> uh, with a negative wow. five and a half points on Saturday, yeah. uh, and that was on Chris's bench too. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Like his his a foresight for benching. Um, I guess if you have a lot of terrible players on your team, <laughs> you tend <laughs> you tend to bench terrible wow. players when oh, you have man. to. Uh, so I'm at 500 for, for the first time this season and the first time in what I think is a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then Chris is it this week. He falls to one and one. Mm-hmm. So yes. we will be looking forward to, uh, to some, uh, uh, musical, uh, weird Al type genius from, uh, <laughs> uh, from Todd regarding, yes. uh, what if he did like a weird Al parody of a, like a parody of a weird Al parody. <laughs> Like That's, like a, like a, like a, like a gangsters paradise, Amish paradise, Pascal paradise. I mean, uh-huh. that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, he's always, Todd's always seems to be looking for new challenges. This last new week challenges, was, new ideas. Was, this is yeah, was this one of them. That was incredible. Excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. So, how are you feeling about your team now, Adam? I mean, you sound like you're feeling a little optimistic. Um, maybe. Uh, the the offense is is bothering me uh, specifically a couple guys like uh, Kettle Marte has been god awful that's keeper Marte I mean mm-hmm. I, I, he has not been good for a couple years but there's been injuries to blame there's like nothing to blame right now <laughs> uh, Justin Turner has been really really bad um, I wonder if he he may just have gotten old real fast um, so but you know th- these are guys that like I wouldn't drop now right. I mean it's like they're like you can't but how long are you going to gonna keep them on? Gallo was a guy that just had to go. I mean, uh, he's not good enough. He, his potential isn't high enough to, mm-hmm. to justify keeping him around. Um, pitching side, I got I got no complaints on the pitching side. Um, every, you know, like, everyone's not going to have great starts, but enough people are having good starts to, to cover up for the bad ones. That yeah. whenever they Alec Manoa's so. off to a good start. You've yeah. got him for yeah. – for two more years after this, so yeah. Um... So all the yeah, the keepers are doing well, and mm-hmm. I'd say Joe to highlight uh, Joe Ryan, who was like a dollar player for me, um, who ended last season very well. Kind of nobody really, I didn't really know who he was till I was doing mm-hmm. you know draft research, maybe during the draft, uh, and then um, got him for a dollar, and he's uh, he's been quite good um, yeah. so far. Maybe he's the real deal. Let's mm-hmm. hope. And it wouldn't um, be a podcast episode yeah. if we didn't mention just 
by name, podcast Her- darling Herman Marquez. Herman Marquez, who's has not been not been great, but not been uh, you know not not horrible, but has not been good. So we'll see see if not horrible. That's what we strive for. We strive for not horrible. <laughs> just not horrible. Uh, just don't be horrible. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the offense is. I think there's enough potential in the offense to uh, uh, to come back and 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 kind of regress back to the, positively to their to their mean. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and this would be a this would be a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. It's yeah. uh, the only person I could justify cutting bait on was Gallo. Everyone else, I think, that is is underperforming is too good to cut bait on this early. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, what about how... your team? I mean, you're you're uh you're uh, I mean you're on top of the world right now. <laughs> on top of the world, maybe on, on top of the the nine of you guys. Um, I don't see Joe Adele on your team this season. <laughs> no, no, he did another. I think this is his second Grand Slam of the season that he hit today. Um, <laughs> but um, no, not uh, not on my team. But I'm not on your team. I've I've had some. I've gotten some help from some surprising. Uh, sources um jazz chisholm jr has been really good i think he's leading the majors in slugging percentage um wow but um he's been off to a good start austin riley my keeper for i think i have him for two more years so, ja- you think jazz is mastros jazz is uh-huh jazz, jazz. jazz if if we did it this week he is not so- he is not the stockyard he's not the stockyard he's no. mastros no Love i uh, my offense is is pretty is pretty stable. We're pretty consistent there. I had obviously Eloy Jimenez went down for probably at least two or three months. There's going to be more news on Tuesday um, with his status. Um, yeah. I know that you have a lot of guys on the IL. So it's actually quite impressive that your um, team is playing well. Uh, uh, I don't know. I only place. have, well, I've, I have JD Martinez who's hurt, but not like hurt, hurt. And then John oh, Means someone, someone come off. Yeah. So Eloy, uh, uh john means going john down means that's, is, that's yeah a, he's having tommy john surgery yeah so so he's out he's just there but he's just yeah. there in spirit there's no <laughs> he yeah. won't be making any appearances and then i thought uh, i saw four people on your il earlier did someone come off this week mm, i don't no. think so maybe no that I think wasn't your team maybe you just saw the all of the the red maxes for the my, maxes uh, the pitching yeah. limit uh being hit but no i'm uh i'm pretty happy i i don't have a lot yeah. of faith in ian anderson um to be that good i think i overpaid him for him um in the auction, but um, I've got uh, Carlos Rodon who's been good and um, Dylan C's um, has been pretty good. Just not yeah. getting the innings yet. And um, Corbin Burns and Kevin Gossman, who I need to uh, actually Corbin Burns was just for this year, but um, Kevin Gossman's been holding on to what he did last year and Copex um, yeah. uh, kind of building up. So yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully I, I stay, but uh, I don't know. I just, uh, and just uh, some for our audience, if you would like to talk about your own team and not just hear about me and Blake's team, uh, get your own fucking podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, I did not know that's where you're going with that. I thought you were going to go the, the other way to say, let us know uh, and we'll have you on the podcast. But no, of course not. <laughs> but um, all right. Well, I think that's a good place to, uh, to end it. That'll do it for this week's episode of Blake on Balls. Adam, do you have anything else to add before we go? Uh, oh, programming notes uh, for our loyal, uh, small but loyal audience. Uh, the next two weeks, look for a Monday night episode instead of a Sunday night episode. Uh, there were some scheduling conflicts. Uh, the studio is in use. <laughs> uh, we, we double booked. And so 
um, we'll need to record uh, on Monday nights the following two weeks. So the we're truth still is, here. We're still with you. The truth is yeah. we're recording a corporate podcast on that. We have a corporate gig on Sunday that we have to, <laughs> yeah. to do. It's for the money. Yeah, it's have. for the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, <laughs> this is, this is our hobby that we need to subsidize uh, with some actual income. Yeah. I think it's Quentin, so. is it Quentin Tarantino who does, it's like one for him, one for them where he yeah. does like a, a movie that he likes and then he does a movie for the studio or whatever. So yeah, this, this podcast is for us. And then, we got to do one. For, this podcast one is our them. Queens Boulevard, and uh, but we got to make it. We got to make an Aquaman every once in a while. Oh, I am yeah. Queens Boulevard. Oh God! All right. Well, I think that's that'll. It. Yep, that's it. See ya. Bye. Bye.